Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God this morning from Micah chapter 6, our Old Testament reading for this fourth Sunday after the Epiphany, where the prophet says, He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? This is God's word. Oftentimes we're drawn to words that appear in our readings that have fallen out of our day-to-day usage. That was the case a couple of weeks ago when we heard John the Baptist say, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The word behold is not one that we use a whole lot. Other words we hear used all the time. And so it is with the word justice. We live in a world that cries out for justice. And indeed, we have heard those cries renewed in these last few days following a death at the hands of police in Memphis, Tennessee. The world cries out for justice in so many different ways. And that cry can be found on all areas of the cultural spectrum, the political spectrum. When you live in a broken, fallen world, as we indeed do, justice is what we desire. It has in it that word just. That which is right, that which is good, that which is the way things ought to be. And so, so much of the world, and perhaps we get pulled into it as well, depending on what the issue might be, strive and struggle for justice. And yet, how often do we ask ourselves, what does that justice even look like? In the case of policing, what is justice? In the case of Tyree Nichols, the firing of the police officers, them going to prison, redoing policing, Some have brought up reparations for the African-American community. These things are all talked about in the name of justice. And indeed, the people of God ought to pursue justice. That is what the prophet Micah reminds us. What does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to act in a just way? We do well as the people of God to remember 
that justice in the Lord's eyes never looks like justice in the world's eyes. Indeed, God has given us authorities. Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 13 that our authorities are a gift from God, that they bear the sword in order to keep order, that we should respect and honor them, pray for them. And Christians ought to look and seek and work for good people in authority. That is a good and noble and Christian struggle. But I think what we forget, not just those locked in that struggle for justice wherever that arena may be found, and us, we forget that justice in the Lord's eyes is completely different than the world's. That which is right in the eyes of God is very rarely seen as right in the eyes of humankind. The Lord God, through the words of the prophet Micah, reminds Israel that justice is rooted in what God had already done for his people. The Lord God, through the prophet Micah, calls Israel to remember where they had come from. What he had already done for them. Oh, my people, what have I done to you? How have I wearied you? Answer me, for I brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. The Lord God reminds Israel... That justice in his eyes was setting the people Israel free from their slavery. Calling them to be his people. His chosen treasured possession. A kingdom of priests. A holy nation. He says in the book of Exodus. And yet Israel routinely forgot what God had done for them already. The doing of justice the Lord requires of Israel and of us, his new Israel, is accompanied by the love of kindness and to walk humbly with your God. The English word kindness can't fully encapsulate what this word means. What the Lord God is doing is not telling Israel to be kind to one another, though they should. Because this word is a word that is used exclusively by Scripture to refer to God's love. A love that is different from the world's love. Sometimes it's translated mercy. Sometimes it's translated steadfast love. A love that doesn't change or move or shift with time. God calls Israel, which at this point in their history were about to go into exile. 
They were committing violence against one another. They were being dishonest in the marketplace with one another, trying to scam one another out of money. They were not showing the required compassion to those in need. Doesn't sound like a world too different than ours. And indeed it wasn't. But God, in his kindness, in his love, rescued Israel. And God, in his love, his kindness, has rescued you from your slavery to sin, death, and Satan. God's justice sends his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, word made flesh, to dwell among us as we just sang. The son of God, our eternal savior. God's justice sends him into the world to bear your sin, your guilt, your shame, your brokenness. That is God's justice. God's justice would have you look upon your fellow man, woman, child, your neighbor you encounter and see someone whom he has loved just as much with an unchanging, unfailing, steadfast love. That is justice in the eyes of the Lord. It is indeed the truth That there is no place you can go, no person you can find, no matter how irredeemable, despicable, and despised by the world, you cannot find a person that God in his justice didn't see fit to send Christ to redeem. And that means, in God's justice, he has seen fit to redeem you. Unquestionably, most certainly, completely, he has loved you with an everlasting love. The walk of justice for the Christian in a world that cries out for justice for us as the people of God. It means being loved by him. A love that is rooted in what he has done for us already. The cross of Christ our Lord. And looking upon one another with that love. To see in our neighbor, in each person we meet, someone loved perfectly, completely, and totally by the blood of Jesus. That kind of justice I need to remind you, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, flies in the face of what the world is crying out for. We saw that nature of our Christian faith in every one of our readings today. 
Even in our intro, blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, in God's word. It is in God's word and in his actions in which justice is rooted. And indeed, we do live in a world where so many regard the law of God, the word of God, the revelation of God as some relic of the past, as some tool of patriarchy, as some system of oppression. And yet we delight in it. The word of the cross, Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 1, is folly to the world, is nonsense to the world. But to us it is God's power and salvation. And then Jesus himself, who declares blessed all those whom we would regard as being cursed. The poor in spirit, the mourning, the meek, the persecuted. Jesus calls them blessed, for they have a God who shows a different kind of justice rooted in his love and forgiveness and redemption that never fails. You, dear children of God, are his Israel, his people, whom he calls out of all the nations of the world. You are his Israel, his chosen seed, Sons and daughters of Abraham adopted into his family. And you have the justice that the world continually seeks but will never find. Because justice can only be found in that humble, merciful walk with God where he shows us his ways, which are his love and his life. God grant us to show that justice, kindness, and humility to the world that seeks it so desperately. God grant each of us to know that love that is for each and every one of us. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.